there everyone, welcome back to another episode of Scripted, but a different episode this time as you may have noticed in the past 10 seconds, it's just been me, Lois, and because we are back, well I am back with another mini. So as you may have noticed, we weren't here last week because we had a half-term holiday, so things got a bit busy because everyone was like revising and me and Grace have got mock examinations coming up in two weeks, so everything's a bit busy. So this week, we are doing my mini, Grace's mini, and then a full episode on We Think Wednesday, because we can no longer record on a Monday as we usually do, so we're moving everything to a Wednesday. So this week is going to have a lot of content. <laughs> so I hope you can keep up with all of that, but yeah. Oh, I also really want to thank you all for 230 listeners. That was absolutely crazy. That just made my week. It was mental. We've got like 230 people. That's a quarter of a thousand. I I don't know why I think of it in that way. And we've become even more international, which is pretty cool. So we have, you know, the UK, the US, Hong Kong, the Netherlands. Oh, where else? There was um, Russia. Um, Indonesia and the newest one was Kuwait. So, <laughs> hi, hi everyone. That's just so cool. That absolutely blows my mind that we have that much of a reach. You know, I keep saying this, but when me and Grace first started this, or at least when I started that, I thought, you know, we maybe get a few listeners, which would be great. And here we are with nearly a quarter of a thousand people from all over the world. It's mind blowing. So, thank you everyone for listening to us ramble on about plays and going off topic and everything. But yeah, so since this is a mini, um, we thought we'd start to do kind of little topics in our mini that aren't to do with the play. And we just come up with a random one each week and me and Grace would each talk about something different, something that, you know, interests us or involves us or that we want to talk about. And I thought since it is, well, time of recording it's the 2nd of November it's coming into winter it's getting dark and drizzly and awful I thought I'd talk about mental health and taking care of yourself during the dark winter months in the UK it tends to get very dark very quickly around October it just doesn't stop raining it's always cold windy wet and dark by about 4 30 in the evening and it doesn't get light until about 7 30 in the morning and for a lot of people, especially me, sometimes that is quite taxing on your mood because you're not seeing a lot of sunlight. Um, when there is supposed to be sunlight, it's cloudy and it's rainy. And that really affects the human mind for some reason because daylight, natural daylight is really good for you mental health wise. So a lot of people find it really tough in the winter months and especially things tend to get busy coming up to Christmas, I don't know why, they just do, you know, um, people my age will have exam season, which sucks, <laughs> there's no better way to put it, it's stressful, and things can ramp up, people get stressed, things go wrong, and you end up having a bit of a miserable time sometimes in your head, so I thought I'd come up with just a little accessible, maybe 20 minute thing for you guys to listen to to give you some ideas on how to take care of yourself because it's gonna sound weird but you are the most important person in your life <laughs> it's your life you gotta take care of yourself you know you're gonna have your body mind whatever for roughly 80 years on average you want to take care of it you want to you know 
show yourself some love, make sure that you're okay. And sometimes I need to take some of this advice. So I think this is also helping me and it's also there for anyone who needs it. So yeah, let's get started. So um, obviously you want to do the little things that everyone thinks of when you think of self-care because they are good. You know, you always see these things just, I don't know where I'm going with this, like posts just everywhere going like, take time to, I don't know, paint your nails, do a face mask, have a bath. And it's always like, I feel like people have started to tend to overlook it and they're like, yeah, whatever, it's not going to do anything. But sometimes pampering yourself really does help if you just take half an hour not even half an hour sometimes only five minutes out of your day to do something that is purely just for you it doesn't no good has to come of it you just do something that makes you feel nice happy if you have nail varnish on and your nail varnish is chipped maybe just take five minutes out to just redo them because sometimes that just feels nice um you can upscale it you can you know give yourself half an hour to read something to write take a bath have a face mask go on a run I know a lot of us probably won't like it but exercise does help and I need to tell myself this more often because I'm a bit of a hermit I don't really like leaving the house. (laughs) I would prefer to stay in bed all day if I could. But exercise does help. I do ballet outside of school and every time I go to a ballet lesson, I come back and I feel like a different person. I feel so tired and my legs hurt so much because it is painful and taxing. But it just takes your mind off everything because you're focusing entirely on how much pain you're in when your leg is nearly up to your head. But, you know, it works and it does improve your mood scientifically as well. So, yeah, so everyone knows about the little things. So just do the little things. But um, I thought I'd come up with a few more little, like, ideas that I came up with and that maybe I should start following. So one of them was to have a very loose, flowy um self-care timetable that is just something really basic that you may miss out on to do every day I started doing it for drinking water because I do not drink enough water and it's kind of bad like (laughs) I'll take a water bottle to school and I'll come back and I won't have touched it and all I've had to drink that day is a cup of tea in the morning and maybe I'll have something to drink when I come back home and that's me done for like 12 hours it's not good So I've started sending reminders on my phone to drink water, you know, just writing on my hand, like, oh, when you go to lunch, just have a sip of your water bottle. And the little things that you can build up on that may be, I don't know, just doing something that feels good. Like, um, every single example has just escaped my mind. But drinking water is one. Taking vitamins in the morning also makes you feel good, especially around this time um, with coronavirus and everything, vitamin D is supposed to be really good for you. So if you have a source of vitamin D that you can do, do it. Uh, Or like take vitamin D if you can. I don't know. Um, Also eating healthily. Maybe if you're at home a lot more and cooking for yourself, try just go, well, with this meal, I'm going to try to have at least one little fresh thing that'll just make you feel better maybe it could be like reading I tend to read a lot in the evening which some people think is sad I guess it's kind of sad but it relaxes me and it's kind of good too for your brain (laughs) it's nice to go to bed mulling on something that you've read um yeah uh there was a a new idea that I found through Pinterest 
which was actually, I was looking <laughs> at writing to pen pals and stuff, because I don't know, this stuff's just really satisfying, I don't have a pen pal, I guess I kind of like one, it'd just be nice to be able to write to someone, and um, I was looking at ways you can make the letter pretty, or like add stuff in, and they were suggesting tiny little things that you can add into letters, and I thought, well, just reading it made me really happy, because it was just, like, put in one of your favourite, like, tea bags, or a little pack of hot chocolate, or, um, you know, a quote that you like, if you write it down, or some song lyrics, you know, you could put in, like, beads and stickers, and I just went, oh, you know, I'd absolutely love it if someone did that for me, and then kind of went, well, well, you know, why don't you just do it for yourself? So, one of my big self-care things that I want to try soon and I want to challenge you guys to do it is on a day when you're feeling good and happy or just creative and in a mood that you'd like to do it I want you to write yourself a letter it doesn't have to be long I know people think of letters and they go oh my god that's like a five page thing it can literally be a paragraph or two not even that whatever you're comfortable with you just write about you know what made you happy that day or what makes you happy maybe an aspect that you like about yourself something in your life that you just really like and want to ramble on about so whatever's on your mind but that's positive and it could literally be a letter of you rambling on about your favorite book or a cat you saw on the way to school which always makes me happy I love cats and um then once you're done you can try and make it look pretty if you want you can draw on like colored pens i love doing colored pens and stuff i have a bit of a gel pen obsession and it's slightly unhealthy but it's good but you can add glitter and stickers you can make it like a five-year-old's most expressive art project that's how most of the stuff that i do for myself ends up turning out it's just a minefield of glitter and things but um and then you're gonna find a nice envelope and you can put in the envelope things that you think you would like that you're able to put in an envelope for when you're feeling down. That could be like, you know, literally a sachet of your favorite tea. It could be anything, really. A little photo, some photos of things you like. Uh, just, oh, I've lost the list. I'll try, I'll try to remember the list and put it up sometime else but you know and then seal the letter up and put it somewhere where you'll remember so then on a day that you're not feeling good you can open up this letter and use what's inside and you know maybe it'll be a little thing about you know a really nice letter about your favorite holiday that just reminds you and a face mask that you can do in the evening and it's just tiny little things that you have there and waiting for you that you can do when you're feeling down um another one was journaling now I know well me personally I've always been a bit daunted when it comes to journaling because I thought oh you had to get like a perfect bullet journal and amazing highlighters and everything has to look gorgeous you have to spend you know hours of your life dedicating to what you did that day and your savings for making it look amazing and I realized it really doesn't have to be that way because of course sometimes people find that therapeutic and I can see why and it looks lovely they all look amazing they're really mesmerizing maybe someone like me who tends to I get like really big creative flushes and then I sit down to do something and I'm like okay I just don't have any energy now so I, I always be a whenever I'm feeling more creative, I tend to get very messy. <laughs> and, um, 
so where am I going with this? Yes, journaling. So journaling should not have to be absolutely perfect. I was talking to a friend about this a while ago and I was like, I've just got so many ideas about what I want to write about, but I don't know how to perform it. And she was like, literally just get a book, a piece of paper, anything you can write on and just write down whatever comes in your mind. Like it doesn't have to be structured. If you're thinking about cheese in that moment, write down that you're thinking about cheese. You know, art is limitless. People, you know, you have incredible works like, I don't know, the frescoes in the Sistine Chapel and then art that is literally a banana duct taped to a board. There is no such thing as perfect art. It is whatever you put your creative juices in and what you think will have an effect on society or you or whoever, whatever makes you feel good. So writing can be like that too, I find. And... So what kind of came from this is that I think what would make some people feel better if you are into writing is keeping a tiny, tiny journal. So like at the end of every day, um, you write down one thing that made you happy. And it doesn't have to be incredibly happy. It can literally be, um, you know, I caught a leaf out of the sky this morning and it was kind of cute or the way the light caught my window when I woke up looked really pretty. And then, what what else is it? Two things that you're grateful for. You can repeat these, because, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there, but I know a few people only have, like, one or two things. But you can just say, you know, a thing that I'm grateful for is my bed <laughs> and the ability to listen to music or something. And if you just write that down every day... And then you can go back again and just look at what made you happy. And you can write whatever comes to mind. You can write stories. You could just anything in this book at all. That when you look back, it's almost like an archive of things that made you feel good about yourself. Things that made you feel happy. And it'd just be like a little happiness journal. Um, Yeah, I think... Another thing that I was thinking about, also inspired by another post I saw, was about being creative and how a lot of people are daunted by being creative because they feel like they're not good enough. And that, I feel like, is a really damaging mindset sometimes because you shouldn't just do things because you're good at them because if you're good at them great do it but you should we also have to remember that we need to do things that we enjoy you know if you don't enjoy something it's quite hard to get through and I know a lot of people who kind of go like oh you know I'm really into music but I'm not good at it at all and I love creating music and it makes me feel really happy but I'm always told that I'm not good at it so they give up and I feel like that isn't, it's it's awful how people do this, how, yeah, oh God, this is going to turn into one of my, like, political rants, but capitalism, the capitalist system has us believing that to do something, you have to be good at it because being good at it makes you profit, and that's the only thing that matters. So people are put off doing what they love because they feel like nothing's going to come of it. Whereas, in fact, we should just be doing things that we love because we love them, because they make us feel good. It doesn't matter how much money's coming out of it or what grades you get from it, so long as you felt happy doing it. That should be the only thing that matters. So, 
you know, if you want to draw, but you haven't <laughs> been trained in art for five years, who cares? Just draw. If it makes you happy, just just draw something. You can write, dance, sing, anything. Just do it. Don't let other people profit off your happiness or whatever. You know, just do things for you. Start doing things for you because you're very important and you're all important to me. So I want to make sure that you're happy. So you need to do things for you. This is, ah, man, I am really rambling. I'm really sorry if I'm not making any sense. Um, But the last point is my favorite one. And I love listening to music. I love it. I don't know why. You just, you can get lost very easily. I know a lot of people don't. And for some reason that surprises me. But, you know, I'm, (laughs) that's just people's opinions. And that's fine. But one thing that always makes me feel happy is definitely finding a song you haven't listened to in a while that's really upbeat or just a really happy song and putting it on and just listening just taking three minutes out of your day to just listen or even better put it on and have a dance party you know if you're self-conscious make sure there's somewhere where no one can see you or if you're home alone the first thing that I do whenever I'm home alone is I put on music and I just have a dance party because it feels really good just kind of letting go for a few minutes and releasing endorphins and being happy that always makes me feel better um yeah so those are a few tips and a final thing which is very important is especially in these winter months when things tend to get hard and you tend to feel quite alone is make sure you have someone you can talk to make sure that you have a support network even you know It's better if they were in real life, but I know a lot of people do not have people in real life, but make sure there is at least one person that you can turn to, that you can just talk to about anything, or if you haven't talked to them about anything before, just kind of go off gut gut instinct, just take, you need to be able to take the step to go, I need to talk to this person about something I can't keep living in my head, and just sit down and just talk, and it doesn't matter if nothing comes from it, because it's always better to air your feelings and get them out there and get awareness and realize how you're feeling and for someone to listen so yeah make sure that there's always someone there for you I have I'm trying to get better at reaching out to people I always feel like I do bottle things up occasionally sometimes I don't sometimes I really do though and I'm trying to be more open with my friends so yeah Lastly, I'd like to set you a few challenges of the things that I've put in because I know a lot of the things I've said I don't do myself. And it's good advice, I think, (laughs) if I may, you know, blow my own trumpet, which is a really weird phrase. But, you know, um, I want to set you guys a challenge that you pick at least one thing from that list and then set up your make sure that your support group is strong and do them and I'll do it with you I'm gonna start drinking more water or dancing more or doing more things that I love maybe I'll write the letter so just know that I'm gonna do it (laughs) and I might update you on my progress but um yeah you can do it and that shows you're not alone because we're gonna do it together okay and you're definitely not alone at all in this world there's seven billion people and you can there's pretty much a 100% chance that at least one of them will be there for you. Because <laughs> nearly 8 billion people, actually. 
But yeah, so I'm really sorry if hardly any of that made sense. I'm slightly on a bit of a sugar high because I just ate a lot of fudge because I'm really hungry. But um, yeah, take care of yourselves. I love you all so much. Thank you for listening. And yeah, complete the challenges because otherwise I'm just going to be doing them alone. And that might be a bit weird. I mean, it'd be good, but a bit weird. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I'm sorry if that was incoherent. Yeah, I'm gonna go now. I love you all guys so much. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you Wednesday, I think. Or whenever you click on to the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye!